Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. Welcome back to another awesome episode of Untold Physio Stories. I'm your host, Dr. E. My co-host, Jason Shane, is not with us today. And today, uh, our guest is Dr. Cody Weisbach. I actually read his TMJ uh, case on uh, NOI Jam, which is one of my favorite blogs. It's uh, David Butler's group. And I thought it was really interesting because it was exactly the opposite of my TMJ origin story many, many years ago. But we ended up in the same place, I think. So let's uh, let's hear your story, Cody. Okay. So um, my story uh, starts off with having very little uh, exposure to TMD in my entry-level education and pretty much none uh, early on in my career either. Um, and I uh, entered into a, a fellowship program, and as part of that, you have to have a little bit of everything on your on your caseload or have exposure to it. Um, and so there was another therapist in my clinic who who saw it from time to time and said he can probably get get somebody uh, who's got TMD onto my schedule. Um, so I had some some really just rudimentary skill set. I had pretty good uh, cervical spine skill set and. Uh, knew a little bit about uh, TMD and, and TMJ mechanics and that. Um, so I said, sure, let's go. And this was, you know, maybe probably a year and a half or two years into my into my career. So still pretty new PT um, and had been exposed to kind of all of the stereotypes, I guess, surrounding uh, TMD where people I'd heard other clinicians say, oh, watch out. If you if you do a good job with one of them, you'll get them all on your schedule and, and they're all a bit crazy or um, what I wrote about on the post is I was going through uh, manual therapy guru's uh, manual and they're kind of going through some heuristics and one of them was, you know, if you, if you see limited ipsilateral rotation, you're thinking you, cervical manipulation might be indicated and if you see somebody coming in with a diagnosis of TMD, you should think neurosis. So there's all of these stereotypes and so I kind of went into it uh, not feeling fully confident in my skill set and having all of these kind of biases in the back of my head. Um, so the day comes and I get the the patient onto my schedule and and I pick up the paperwork and, and start looking through it and I just see this huge list of medications, huge list of um, medical history, a bunch of uh, psychological diagnoses. Uh, she'd had a craniotomy and still had a, a patch of her, her skull uh, missing, she was legally blind, and um, kind of all all of these other things that uh, you know start start making my confidence drop down a little bit more. Um, then I go in and we start doing the the interview with her, and uh, she's got really high levels of pain, eight to ten out of ten, ear pain, jaw, head, neck, face, the whole whole thing. Um, she's having difficulty speaking. Uh, she's drinking a liquid diet. She can't open her mouth. Um, and then the the part that uh, kind of got me as well is, is as we're getting into it, she says, um, I've never heard of PT for this and I'm not sure how you can help, but my doctor told me to come. Um, so I'm already taken aback. Uh, so I, we all love that. Yeah. Isn't that great? I have to put the, the salesman hat on as well. Um, 
so I took a step back, took a, took a breath, um, and just kind of, uh, just kind of ran, ran the process and found lots of impairments to work with. Um, at that point I was, I was pretty familiar with, um, a lot of the explained pain work as well. One of my uh, colleagues there had taught for David Butler in the past. So I'd been exposed to a lot of that. So just, uh, kind of put together a really basic, uh, the cervical spine treatment package, pretty basic uh, TMJ treatment package, and, and some neurobiology of pain. And uh, lo and behold, she ended up doing really well. And uh, she was really, really thankful. And I was surprised and, and started thinking, boy, this is an area that uh, that you know, people could really use help here. She was really limited and it didn't really take too much to get her moving in the in the, the right direction. And so I started pursuing it more, reading about it more. And uh, lo and behold, that that referral source got my name and started filling my schedule up. And uh, within probably a, a year or so, I was seeing 30 to 50% TMD. Um, and I got to, to teach it at the, the PT school where I went to school and uh, taught some continuing education on it uh, as well. And uh, just, just really trying to pass on what would work for me that uh, if you just keep things pretty basic for a joint that tends to can get frequently overcomplicated, uh, you can really help a lot of people. And it's a, a group that's probably underserved by, by PT and really doesn't know what PT can do to, to help them out. So that's kind of my story of, of uh, I guess, apprehensively uh, getting into it and finding it a really fun and interesting and rewarding population to work with. For sure. Uh, I remember one of Roccobato's uh, things that he would say is that if you if you help a lumbar patient or a knee patient, they'll be grateful. If you help a TMD patient, they'll leave you in their will. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, it, it is an underserved population. Actually, I have a Q&A that I'm, I recorded for my blog on Monday, um, which will probably be after this actually airs mm-hmm. live. But I, I do always say it's an underserved population. And it's even been identified in fellowship that there's not enough of those cases seen by fellowship mentees. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't understand what all the stigmatism is behind it, but I do know that, you know, eating and speaking are very social activities and not to be able to do those or participate in them. You could easily see how that would, you know, really affect you biopsychosocially and, uh, it's it's like, you know, I think you can maybe distance yourself from back pain or knee pain potentially just because it's away from you. But it's like if your face hurts and your head hurts and your jaw hurts and your neck hurts, it's like you hurt. You know, that that's the way I always kind of conceptualize yeah, very it. Very much so. It's, there's also yeah. some interesting research on uh, recogni- recognizing emotions and faces and um, creating the, their own emotions. So there's you know, you lose the ability to interpret nonverbal communication and communicate nonverbally as well. And that starts putting up more walls and more isolation. Oh, wow. You have to share that with me because that's, that's some other laterality training, but it's for face and TMJ. Yeah. So Harry Von Picart is doing some of that work. All right. Awesome. Well, that will also be in the show notes. And where can our listeners find you? Uh, I I try and write for Noijam about once a month, and I have my own website that I uh, write on inconsistently as well. That's just CodyWeisbach.com, and I'm on Twitter. It's probably the easiest way to to say hi professionally as well at, at Cody Weisbach. Awesome. All right, and as usual, you can check me out at Modern Money Therapy 
on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, the underscore OMPT on Twitter. Check out Modern Manual Therapy Premium, Edge Mobility System, and thanks to UpDoc Media for hosting and listen to all our other podcasts. Thanks a lot for coming on, Cody. Thank you. Thanks for all the great stuff you're doing for the profession. Really appreciate it. Keep it up. No problem. And uh, you're welcome to write for my blog, too. I'm always looking for guest authors. All right. I'll let you know. All right.